The following is offered by Discerning Hearts, a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to spiritual formation through the use of new media. To download this selection, or to browse hundreds of other programs, or to contribute to our mission with a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible, visit our website at discerninghearts.com. Today is joyful. It the spirit of Advent is joy. The, the psalm that the people sing today at the Mass, let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Jerusalem is the new Jerusalem, the church. We are the people of God. And the church says, rejoice. This opening day, this opening first day uh, of the, uh, this Monday, it's not a, oh, terrible Monday. No, rejoicing. Let us go up to the house of the Lord. I rejoice because they said, we will go up to the house of the Lord. And now we will walk in your footsteps. We'll walk without, within your gates, O Jerusalem. We are rejoicing as we go to the house of the Lord. So the whole spirit is joy. And what is the reason for our joy? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, the greatest event in the history of the human race. He is born, and we are going to celebrate his birthday. And we have this time in celebration for his birthday to enter more deeply into the life of the church and into the life of God that is already within us. Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem, is the church. We have all been baptized. We have all been confirmed. And those of you who are hearing me, who are bishops and priests, we have been ordained. We have received union with him. He is in us, and we are in him. Now, this is also a time for purging. This is also a time for renewal. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, the branch of the Lord will be luster and glory, and the fruit of the earth will be honor and splendor for the survivors of Israel. He who remains in Zion and he who is left in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone marked down for life in Jerusalem. When the Lord washes away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purges Jerusalem's blood from her midst with a blast of a searing judgment, then will the Lord create over the whole site of Zion and over her place of assembly a smoking cloud by day and a light of flaming fire by night. For over all, the Lord's glory will be shelter and protection shade from the parching heat of day, refuge and cover from storm and rain. The Word of the Lord. God is saying to us through the prophet Isaiah that we are going to be saved. 
the message of Jesus today? What is the very power of that message? Jesus is the one who is going to have all power to respond to our prayers. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion approached him and appealed to him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, suffering dreadfully. He said to him, I will come and cure him. The centurion said in reply, Lord, I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, Go, and he goes. And to another, Come here, and he comes. And to my slave, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Amen, I say to you, in no one in Israel have I found such faith. I say to you, many will come from the east and the west, and will recline with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the banquet in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Now the centurion is a man who isn't even a Christian. He's a pagan. What stirs the heart of Jesus in today's gospel is this man's faith to what Jesus is going to say to him. Jesus says to him, I will come and cure him. Now, the understanding in this is he's not a Catholic. He's not a Christian. This centurion represents those who are not in the church, but who look at Jesus and see the great power that he has. And then he says this to Jesus, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. He has faith in Jesus Christ. He comes to Jesus and Jesus is amazed at this faith. And he says, I haven't heard this kind of faith I haven't heard this kind of faith among those people who are around me, who are supposed to be my disciples and followers. And so this man gives us the courage today to go more deeply into our own relationship with Jesus Christ. This morning, you know, I woke up and I have, I'm going to drive to New York and I'm actually going to be driven there. But there are two people. One has cancer, and the other has disturbance of spirits. Now, before I left, what hope does this give me? As I believe, Jesus said to me, I will give you power. Now, I'm a member of his community. I'm not a centurion. He says to me, I will give you power over sickness. Those whom you pray for and anoint with oil, which I intend to do, will be healed. And those out of whom you drive spirits will be healed and cleansed of the spirits. I will give you that power. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Jesus said, and I will give it to you. I will give you this power. 
If you're a priest and you're listening to me, that's the power you have with the sacrament of an anointing and with the power of Jesus who is in you by the sign of the cross and the power to drive out demons. I will give that to you. You have that. I do too. When is this going to happen? You see, in this story, the centurion said to Jesus, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. That is, this is not going to happen when I get to where I'm going and do what I'm going to do. This is going to happen now. And so I said to our Lord, Lord, can you just say the word and it will happen now? Yes, he said. I'm going to say that word now. And coming into my heart, as I, this is today's need for me. What is my need today? This is my need. This is what I'm going to do today. And so the rejoicing today, as we prepare and for this celebration of the birth of Jesus, the deepest experience that I'm having today is the peace in my heart that what I'm going to do later today has already been done. What is your need? And so I'm asking you today to journal. Take 15 minutes of your time. What is there on your mind and heart? Is your daughter into a difficulty and you're worried? You see, Padre Pio said, when his instruction on prayer, pray, trust, and don't worry. Have you been praying about your daughter's divorce? And are you continue to worry? If what is going on in her life is going to be for the benefit of her soul and the soul of her ex-spouse and the grandchildren that you have, pray. Jesus will take care of that when you pray today. Today. I have a man who's got eight children and he's always in difficulty and yet he's in his own house yet. He's continuing with his job, but he has such stressful worry. The man of faith, but weak faith. What we learn from the centurion, now he's a man, he's a man of the household of God, but he has stress and distress. Deliver us, Lord, from stress and distress. The man who received from Jesus that moment that Jesus said that, his his servant was healed. If I really believe, God will take care of my mortgage, my family, and my economic need. And I will have peace. Today is good news. Today, when you pray, trust. Only say the word. And I will be relieved of all this distress, this pressure, these anxieties. I know a young boy that I'm counseling with. He is being bullied. And he's just a terrific kid. But his suffering is constant when he goes to school. And the pressures, he's gone from one school to another, and his parents and his, his family, to say to him, be like that centurion. Don't be afraid of their bullying. 
of their hazing or all the words that they're throwing at you. When you pray to this powerful Jesus, he will hear and he will answer you. You know, there are far more things in life than our own personal needs. You know, you're a priest and and you're really concerned about the shortage of priests. Pray. Our Lord said, pray the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into his vineyard. We need Jesus to hear our prayer and our request for our diocese, for our religious community. He said, the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. And indeed, he said to us, pray the Lord of the harvest. When we come to him, if you're a vocation director, if you're a bishop, if you're a priest, ask our Lord for an increase of vocations among the religious. The the power of Jesus today. Listen to Isaiah. This is going to be a new era. This is going to be a new time for the church. Rejoice, Jerusalem. Let us rejoice. Let us go up to the house of the Lord, rejoicing. The the answer to today, I think the worry, the fear, the anxiety that is overcoming so many of us in the church. Do you think you have a drinking problem? I'm going to be giving a retreat to uh, the Alcoholics Anonymous, those who have the 12-step program. Do you think your eating is out of control? Come to our Lord. This is a tremendous time today. Jesus is with us. How and where? Within us, all we have to do is take this time, and I'm suggesting it to you for this Advent. Take 15 minutes and ask our Lord, what is that within me that I need to bring to Jesus? What is that concern of mine where that servant that that centurion had lying prostrate, paralyzed, suffering terribly. Take the most intense concern of your heart. And sometimes it's a, it's, it takes a time. That's why I'm suggesting a 15-minute time of quiet. Get in touch with my most affective need, that which is most stressful for me. Take that. And come to him. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. These are the words we say before we go to communion. But only say the word and my soul shall be healed. All we need to receive whatever that is, is faith. The faith that the centurion will teach us the faith that Jesus rejoices in and will respond to your request and to mine. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion approached him and appealed to him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, suffering dreadfully. He said to him, I will come and cure him. The centurion said in reply, 
Lord, I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, Go, and he goes. And to another, Come here, and he comes. And to my slave, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Amen, I say to you, in no one in Israel have I found such faith. I say to you, many will come from the east and the west and will recline with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the banquet in the kingdom of heaven. Rejoice! Let us go up to the house of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, that house is inside of you. Let us go rejoicing as you enter into your own soul today, as you enter into your own heart, bishop, priest, father, mother, child, go rejoicing, for there you will meet Jesus. And Jesus wants to give you all that you ask for. He has a greater love for you and a desire to give you all that you ask. Ask and you will receive. God bless. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this program or to browse hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to support our efforts. But most of all, we pray that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com.